afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And joining me in the studio today is our producer, Kyle Dotson. Hey. Kyle, how are you doing? I'm good. What did we listen to on the way in today? Oh, we listened to Rock and Roll Over. Rock and Roll Over by Kiss. Yes. It's a classic. It's got Baby Driver on it. It's got Mr. Speed, which is about having sex, but I guess because he wants to be the quickest at having sex, (laughs) (laughs) which uh, you said, why would he be the quickest? Oh, it's so he could uh, satisfy all the ladies. Satisfy more ladies. (laughs) Um, what else is on there? Baby driver. I guess that's about a baby behind the guy who's a bad driver. So his friends say that he's a baby drives like a baby. I guess <laughs> it's got good lyrics. Mike Siegel's here too. Mike, say hello. Hi everybody. Hello uh, Pat. Hello Kyle. Hey, Mike, there's a there's a lyric on this kid's album that's uh, put your hand in my pocket, grab onto my rocket. <laughs> um, that's sure. Hall of Fame material right there, that, buddy. That's a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> that, that is a Dr. Seuss book. Uh, I want to get some business out of the way real quick, and then we'll, uh, Mike can tell us a little bit about uh, ascending Mount Kilimanjaro. I survived. I know you, you had money against me. On well, I was. I was uh, Murray certainly had money against me. He I, was. He was hoping. I was worried. I was worried. I didn't. Uh, I thought you might make it because you're in shape, but <laughs> but then you told me that a bunch of like athletes and stuff didn't make it. It's the altitude, man. You never know how it's going to affect it. You know, a Navy SEAL could get you know wiped out by the altitude, yeah. but uh, a sixty year old lady was fine. It's weird. Um, first of all, what do I want to say uh, today? The artwork today. Is is done by Jason Levy. Jason is uh, is nailing it every time. Jay Levy. So Jason, thank you so much. I don't know if he likes to be called Jay Levy. No, he is now. He is. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm giving it to him. And uh, great job, man. Also, I want to say that the um, that um, is it Adam. No, I don't know say, what you're I'm trying saying, to say. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, here's what I want to say. Is uh, Adam? I don't even know what I'm talking about. What, what are you? Did you have know. a stroke? Did you have a mini stroke? I think there? I did. Is my, let me stick my tongue out. And I have it. <laughs> looking good. Looking good. Uh, I want to tell you that um, the Rock Solid podcast has been invited to the Limestone Comedy Festival. That's in Bloomington, Indiana, and the show is going to take place on Saturday, May 31st at 10 o'clock at the Comedy Attic. Uh, my guests for that show are going to be. Uh, Two local comedians, Brad Wilhelm and uh, Matt Holt. And no and, one named Adam, apparently. No one named Adam. I don't know whether <laughs> it's that's actually, it's at the Comedy Adam. It's <laughs> at the Comedy, no, the Comedy Attic. Attic. And, uh, uh, yeah, there we go. And uh, our topic for that show is going to be uh, the music of Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I thought you're not going to do an Indiana, all Indiana thing? No, because then we have to talk about yeah, that. Mellencamp, that, that, that's all. Asshole that's John Mellencamp. <laughs> Um, or maybe it's going to be the music of Adam Springsteen. I'm not sure which, <laughs> but, uh, Brad and Matt are huge Springsteen fans and, uh, we're going to have some surprises for you. We're going to, um, try to have some prizes for you. We're going to have a good time. So get your tickets for that. You can go to www.limestonefest.com. Again, the show will be Saturday, May 31st. 10 p.m. at night, late night record for yeah, right. the rockers are up at that point. I mean, as opposed look, to right now, look, Guns N' Roses <laughs> wouldn't go on for three hours after we're done recording that podcast. Right. So uh, so that's what we're doing. And uh, OK, now we're into this show. 
Mike Siegel's here. Mike, hello. You you have had two trips back to back. Tell us about yeah. what you're up to. Well, I was just in, uh, as you know, I went to Africa and climbed uh, Kilimanjaro and did a safari as well. Mm-hmm. Did a few days in Zanzibar afterwards to recover. Did you see jungle animals? I did. I saw them all. The big five. Well, okay, let's hear what they are. There's a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> Penguins <laughs> What are they? Uh, they are Let's see Leopard mm-hmm. Lion uh, Oh my god Leopard Lion Rhino Elephant? No is rhino one of them? Oh Jesus They're not what you think They're not um, Meerkat <laughs> Giraffe <laughs> Is buffalo one of them? Leopard Lion Elephant? Uh, elephant Yes Definitely elephant uh, ah, shit. Whatever they. I mean, I saw everything. I, I got it here. Okay, oh, you got the, the big five. Wow, yeah, look at that. African elephant. Okay, the black rhinoceros. Mm-hmm. The uh, black rhino. Okay, there. That's you what go. they call the, my penis. It's for the horn. <laughs> call my penis the black rhino. Yeah, the uh, elephant for the tusk. Uh, Cape buffalo. Cape buffalo. Okay. African for lion. African lion because and, of the he's the king. Yeah. And African leopard. The leopard because of the fur. Did you eat any of those? I no. You cannot do that. There. Were you hunting? Uh, no, I was not. Can you eat any animal? Like, can you kill lion? I mean, you can't kill lion. But I mean, if, illegally, people do it all the time. Yeah. Wonder what I that mean, would. Wonder what the. I bet that was very gamey. Those meats. Um, I had in in South Africa. I ate a lot of game meats. They were like uh, springbok, which is like a deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, kudu, which is also kind of like a local deer. Did you like uh, any of those? You know what? They were uh, they were fine. Yeah. And then I've had, you have ever had uh, alligator like in Florida and stuff like that? I've not had alligator. Yeah. I had, a, I had crocodile there, which is kind of like the same thing, but it's like rubbery, like um, calamari kind of thing. Yeah. I look, uh, let me tell I you I had something. guinea pig in Peru. I had lobster. <laughs> I had lobster a couple weeks ago and didn't care for it. Cause <laughs> you just the, got a bad lobster. I must have. But um, but you're uh, do you now you you're an adventurer, so you eat these just because you're like, well, I got to. Well, I'm if here. it's a local thing, I don't go out of my way to like. Eat, I would never eat anything endangered or anything like that. Right, so, right, right. Yeah, you know, but some people do. Um, like, oh, I love a nice baby seal. I feel bad when I go. I was just in Thailand, so anyway, I did the Africa trip, and right. then I had a week here, and then I did a uh, press trip to Thailand. Well, wait a minute. What, what, tell us what, what did you do in Africa? What was the main reason you? Were- I to climb Kilimanjaro. You, and you, you, I made it. And you made it. It was uh, it was hard, but I made it. How many days does it take to get to the top? I did the shortest route, which is five days. Okay. What's the longest route? 35 um, days. Oh, you can take as long as you want. But, right. You know, a lot of people take six or seven usually mm-hmm. because you, you got to give yourself time to acclimate. The top is about 19,300 and something feet. Yeah, because I'm assuming... That's the, high. People that listen... Most of the, my, the people that are listening to this, <laughs> they're in their basement playing a video game. They're not even <laughs> thinking about... They don't even know that Kilimanjaro exists. It's in Africa. Mm-hmm. It's in Tanzania, which is right... And the mountains right near the border of Kenya. But when you think Africa, you, you don't think that there's going to be snow there, but there's snow up there. Oh, at the top, yeah. De- and uh, it's shrinking. There's glaciers at the top. Uh-huh. And they say in 30 years, they might be all gone. It's pretty sad. Well... We'll all be gone in 30 years. <laughs> you don't think you'll be around in 30 years? You might be. Well, you know what? Actually, the people in my, in my, on my dad's side of the family and my mom's, they, they live pretty long. Like my grandmother lived to 90 and right. stuff like that. So Eating shit. Eating crap, yeah. So I could <laughs> so, probably be... I mean, I don't know. I think you'll last. You, I mean, you know. at 50, I don't remember my dad doing any exercise. Oh, my dad never did. No. But my dad died at 67, well, so, you know. You're you're gonna be here. I gotta take care of you're myself. You're gonna be here longer than sixty seven. Yeah, I got. I hope so. I hope so too. We got <laughs> Thank more, you. We got more episodes. To get. <laughs> I'm actually. I have an, enough episodes recorded to take us up to when you're sixty five. <laughs> 
Um, so people want to do it. And the first couple of days were uh, were pretty easy. I mean, it's not a technical climb. You don't have to do ropes and that kind right. of stuff. It's just walking. But you got to walk really slow to acclimate to the, you know. Because if, if, if you walk too fast, you'll get dizzy and Yeah, pass I did and... get altitude sickness. at about After about 15,000 feet, I started to feel like nauseous and uh, headache did, and all that stuff. Did you throw up? No, I felt like I was going about four times. And you, you slept in, what did you sleep in there? Like in uh, I was in, Yeah, I was in uh, the route with huts. A lot of people, mo- all the other routes, there's like six other routes that mm. you have to camp. So set up your own camp and okay. all that stuff. So, and after a week of setting up my own camp on safari, I was like, I'm, I'm going to use the huts. <laughs> I'll use the huts. But it is the shortest route, so we have less time to acclimate. Mm. So more people get sick on our route. How many people in your group? Uh, ten. Uh, ratio guys to girls. It was, well, there was four girls, six guys. Four girls, and one person didn't make it? One guy didn't make it to the peak. He made it to the rim, which mm-hmm. is a, an amazing accomplishment because we left him behind in the middle mm-hmm. of the night, climbing up on the ascent, and we thought you know, he was done. We were yeah. him back. So some guide stayed with him and got him to the rim, which is the first peak is Gilman's Point. And still, that's like... You know, eighteen thousand feet. You know, it's amazing that he got. If you he was like uh, drunk, he looked. He was acting like he was drunk, falling over. He uh-huh. couldn't balance. And, wow. Yeah, it was scary. If you had only made it to the rim, would you have attempted to do it again in a couple of years? I don't know. I mean, I can see why a lot of people they get to that first point, and a lot of people quit there because yeah. it's so long to get up there. Right. Because it's another hour and a half to the actual peak. You got to walk around the rim on the snow to get to the actual peak. So you still got to go higher. And you're, by this time, you're already exhausted. I don't like heights. Uh, would this, is, that one, is this one of those things when you're walking around? You, is there a chance I can no, fall off I mean, of something? Can, no, you're not going to fall off a cliff or anything like Everything's that. wide open. Yeah, it's a big trail. I mean, okay. it's a pretty well-used trail. It's just a matter of, and all ages were doing it. I mean, there was you know, people in their 60s and teenagers. And then there was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> a small child <laughs> a in a wheelchair <laughs> wheeling himself up. But it was hard. But and the, the last couple of days were hard. And it's all altitude. And it got cold at the top. It really was cold. Then you come home, and just about the time you're getting acclimated to being back in your nice, cozy apartment, you get a call that you're able to go to Thailand. Thailand. To do... Uh, this is a, a trip for uh, press for a, a website that I was writing for. Oh. Yeah. Wow, okay. Totally free, buddy. Unpaid, but a free trip to Thailand. Right. And with nice accommodations is what you oh, told me. It was great. And you took some, uh, you took some classes there. You're, you trained with... Uh, Muay Thai Ra- boxing. That's with Raz al Ghul. And... <laughs> Yeah. What what's what's the club? What's the club? Is it a club? Oh yes. What are they called? No, it's the League of Assassins. Yeah, the League, League of Assassins. Assassins. I was trained to be yeah. a League of Assassins. And I did sword fighting. So yes, I was. Uh, I'm 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 a superhero now. <laughs> so bring it is what I'm saying. Uh, and that was a nice. Uh, that's a nice relaxing trip. Lots oh, of that was t- great. Lots of Thai food. Lots of it. And I love. Nobody loves Thai food more than me. But after a week of like them really taking us to every. Oh, you got to yeah. try this restaurant. After a week, I was just. I'm ready for a burger. Yeah, I we, think. we had lunch this week, and I go, "You want to get Thai food?" And I get an email back like all caps, "No Thai food." <laughs> and I love it, but I love spicy food, and they couldn't believe they were watching me eat everything. They're like, "You have no problem with this?" I go, "No, no, I love it." Because that's big. That's their fear of it. They're like all these white folks come, and they're afraid of spicy food, and it's too much. Yeah, they can't handle it. But I love it. Kyle, where's the furthest you've traveled in your in your youth so far? Where have you been? Here, um, probably California. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Greece and Italy. That's right, and you got your parents got ripped off. Yeah, the tra- the travel company um, 
they like were this was a school trip yeah it was like through the school and like the travel company was like embezzling funds and like they used our funds to like pay for like the other trips but then ours was like the last line and they were like we went bankrupt and the guy was like fleeing the country so they had to like (laughs) stop him at an airport it was like a big to-do and then they like had like a giant lawsuit and then we got like a hundred bucks back. So <laughs> terrible. Was this a guy in your like a small t- in your t- no, in holidays bird? No, it was actually uh, like a travel company that was like based out here. But oh it wow! Was, like yeah, it was it was like international tour or something. But they sent us two backpacks. Oh oh yeah, that's so. a nice gift. And that was uh, that that's was, almost the same as going to Greece and Italy. Yeah. That was and that was made off travel. <laughs> yeah, right. That wasn't that what it was. Uh, the but, guy the guy's name was uh, Ron something Ron Hansen. But his first Ronnie Hans, his, huh? Well, his first initial was N, so it was Enron. Like his name was Enron oh, Hansen. Jeez, he spelled it out for you. I know. Yeah, why? You should have you, seen the signs. I'm telling you, you, you. This was not good. Thailand was hot, man. Oh God, March, April are the hottest months, and like you get spoiled. We grew up with humidity, but after living here long enough, that uh, that's what gets me more humidity. than anything. Oh my God, you walk out. And it's you, a dry heat. Oh no, it was a wet. Horrible heat. Yeah, it was hot. And that was the toughest part. Well, let me... Uh, we've done uh, a task right now of talking for 12 minutes without music. So what oh, we're going to do... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no you no, asked I was, me. I was asking you. All right. Because this, this all leads up to our topic today. Yes, right. Is, uh, true, to, true to my heart. True yeah. to your heart. We're going to do something called uh, Traveling Tunes. Woohoo! These are going to be all tunes that we've come up with and chosen that uh, relate to, to travel. Mike uh, hosts the... Travel Tales podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, to Dot. introduce the topic, let's listen to a little bit of comedian Todd Berry. <laughs> I do travel out. I'm always looking for money-saving travel tips. I was talking to a friend of mine who travels all the time. He goes, I have a great travel tip for you. Great way to get free internet access when you're staying at a hotel. It's like, let's hear it. Because you sign up for the internet. Then you call down to the front desk. Tell them it's broken. They'll take it off your bill. Then just keep using it. (laughs) Okay, so your hot travel tip is stealing. (laughs) You didn't think I could come up with that? (laughs) So there's a little travel tip from uh, Todd Berry. Mike, do you have any travel tips before we start playing some music? Uh, Save your miles. That's my save video. your miles. Get a sign up for all the programs because if you have a really long flight, you want to you don't want to be in coach really. Well, I mean, or you don't want to pay for it. Or you Why don't pay, pay for, for it if you don't right. have to. I mean, my flights coming back from Africa, my whole travel, my whole trip one way coming back was mm-hmm. forty one hours. Yeah, with layovers, so that you know, and I was treated like a criminal in the Lagos, Nigeria airport. So I got that going for me. Don't go through Lagos, Nigeria. That's my other That's your tip. Trip. Yeah, but I couldn't have done that trip without using miles because. I did it all with Miles, and that was uh, it saved me about $5,000. Cool. Do me a favor. Tilt your mic a little towards this way. Over here? Yeah. How's that? Huh? Good. Because we're getting a little echo out this This way. is my sexy morning voice. This is my Demi Moore <laughs> voice. You like that? It's my Demi morning voice. <laughs> uh, so, uh, travel t- traveling tunes. Mike, I'm going to let you go first, since this is uh, something, a theme after your heart. Yes. Um, 20 years ago, Pat, you and I were roommates in Chicago. We were struggling comedians, and now we're semi-struggling semi-comedians here in L.A. That's right. And uh, when we were there, uh, this was the hot buzz band in Chicago. Right. It just moved up from downstate. I guess they were the, one of the first alt-rock or alt-country bands. Oh, Speedwagon. No. <laughs> um, Uncle Tupelo. And what, and what? 
This is uh, Moving On, which is a cover of an old Merle Haggard song. All right. Remember when we were so early '90s? They were like in the paper all the time because mm-hmm. they were, they had just moved up from they were down by St. Louis. That sounds like and, a oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, but this is from a compilation called Super Fantastic Mega Smash Hits. <laughs> which was like, that sounds like a song Murray and I could have played last week on the, on the <laughs> country episode, which uh, uh, had a lot of people up in up in arms. A lot of truck driving songs. Well, I don't know that the people enjoyed country that much. <laughs> we took the rock out and put in the country. Uh, okay, my next song is, um, this is, uh, I'm playing this, I'm playing a live version of the song because Mike and I saw this band together. We saw Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Oh, yeah. Put uh, a lot into that production. He, he did. He does uh, no backdrop, <laughs> uh, uh, minimal lights. Not even a fresh t-shirt. No, no it doesn't even, <laughs> not even like a backdrop that says like his name behind the stage. It's Nothing. just a big open no stage. No video screen. No video screens. Mm-mm. It's just like. Not even just like a black curtain. Not even a black curtain. You could see behind him. I'm pretty sure it was open Are all the sure? way around. There might have been a black curtain. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, this is Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. This is the night that Mike Schmidt was uh, going to take his watch off and uh, <laughs> fight a drunk guy. And then he asked if Mike and I had his back, and we go, no. No, no we, we don't, don't have your no. back. No. I think Mike Siegel said, yeah, I'm 40. I'm not fighting anyone at the forum. This is when we got shushed by the lady in front of us, too, because we were talking, you know. Yeah, what we were you- talking during a concert. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is from Live Bullet. This is Traveling Man. Yeah. I tell you, those are the memories that make me a wealthy soul. Traveling man, love when I can. Turns my hand, cause I'm going. Traveling man, love when I can. Still sounds great, though. It does sound good. I, I had that album, I wore the shit out of it in high school. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Bob Seger, he sounded great. Oh, he did. Yeah. But he has no stage patter. No. Like when I... I and can't dance. He can't dance. <laughs> he, and he is, his stage patter is basically, this next one's uh, Against the Wind from uh, the album Against the Wind. Okay. <laughs> and uh, when people from Detroit try to tell me that he's as good of a showman as Springsteen, I have to tell them... No, to Spring, fuck off. Springsteen's in his 60s diving all over the stage, diving, sliding on his knees... knees. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. No, this, there was no contest. No, there's no contest between Seeger and Springsteen. Sorry. But a, yeah. But still sounded great, and uh, the songs were still amazing. Yeah, and, and a, an amazing set list. I mean, set list per set list, probably as good as a Springsteen set yeah. list, but it's just that this show is not what you want it to be. It does make you want to take your watch off and fight, though. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we're, going, we're going at it. You got my back? No. No, no we don't. No, no we don't. No, ever. Ever. <laughs> nope. Didn't have your back when I was 20. <laughs> 
<laughs> Your turn. All right. This, uh, this next one's about as mellow as you're going to ever find the Red Hot Chili Peppers. This is Road Trippin'. Oh, I love this song. Tripping with my two favorite allies Pulling loaded, we got snacks and supplies It's time to leave this town, it's time to steal away Let's go get lost anywhere in the USA Let's go get lost, let's go get lost Blue, you sit so pretty west of the one Sparkle like with yellow icing Just a mirror for the sun Just a mirror for the sun A lot of people do not like um, Anthony Kiedis's singing voice for some reason, but I don't mind it at all. No, I, I like it too. And that one, uh, that one surprised me because I was like, "Who?" And the first time I heard it, I was like, "Is it? I can't. Is it really?" And uh, another thing about these Chili Peppers is uh, that flea and that uh, that uh, that uh, that Smith. Mm-hmm. What's his name? What's his Chad name? Smith. Just going to go home. Adam that Smith. Smith. <laughs> Chad Smith. Those guys. That's an amazing rhythm section. Oh yeah, and they always have amazing guitarists. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no shirts. And, and no, no shirts. shirts. You don't need a shirt. Nope. They wear socks, though. Sock on your cock. Sock on the cock. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that's another Dr. Seuss book. Sock on the cock. Sock on the cock. Sure. I love that one. <laughs> oh, it's actually cocks and socks. We, cocks and socks. We actually swear more when Mike's here than we ever do. Uh, and then next would be Christy Stratton. That's when Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, Mike, if I read you... his uh, autobiography, sorry, but uh Kiedis. Yeah. Nuts. Out of control, that guy. It's amazing that any, anyone that has that type of, of an autobiography, it's amazing that they're alive. Absolutely. You I just mean, see addiction laid out there, and he can't stop doing heroin. No, Finally, know, he has, it seems. I, I know from past shows, you had a big cocaine problem. I did. <laughs> but that's what we're just talking about if we're going to make it to 80. That's right. We should live to 1,000 if these guys are still alive. Keith Richards, still alive. I know. It's crazy. Iggy Pop, still alive. Mike, you're uh, born and raised in the U.S. of A. Yeah. Uh, in the summers when your dad and mom would have off work, you guys would take a family what? A vacation. Right. But if you lived in the UK and it was the summer, your family would take a holiday. And this song is called Holiday. This is from Muswell Hillbilly's album by the Kinks. Play it. So glad this left me away to have a little holiday. Holiday. Now, to use an English term, I think they're taking the piss right there. <laughs> that is actually an album that I listen to and enjoy. <laughs> People are at home are like, "What the hell did he just play?" And that's uh, that's, a, that's what a year is that? That's seventy-one from Muswell Hillbillies. Muswell Hillbillies. Yeah. I don't know that album. It sounds like they're doing a really bad Bill Cosby. <laughs> holiday. <laughs> now, Russell will Russell take, take in, in the holiday. Bad of the jello pudding. He oh. would go to the crack house and <laughs> spend the weekend. Um, well, I'm glad you uh, brought up England because this next one is about, uh, like you guys, you left the, the small town yeah. to go to the big city and try your... Because you had ambition is what I'm saying. You know, I was born in a small town. <laughs> 
You'll probably die in one. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but uh, so if you're in America, you would go to like Chicago, New York, L.A. Right. And uh, if in, you're in England, there's only one place to go, and that's down to London. And this is Joe Jackson. I hadn't heard that one in a while. I loved it. No, what song? What album is that from? I can't remember. I have the greatest hits, but uh, I don't know which one that I'm one. I'm gonna is. seek that out. I like that. I don't have. You that don't know one. the one? Like it's like a little Motowny riff to it. Yeah, that's cool. I would. I wish Joe Jackson would uh, come around. I've never seen him. I'd like to see him. I've never seen him either. But he, I, I, I don't know how much he always seems to be touring with someone else, like playing with, you know, like a duet with someone else. And, he played or accompanying with somebody. Todd Rundgren a couple years ago. Yeah. They toured together, and it was just like him and piano. And I heard it was amazing. Oh, I'd love to see that. Um. Mike, whenever you go on a, on one of your excursions, you you know exactly where you're going, right? You not always, but yeah, usually. Are you saying <laughs> that there would be some time when you're traveling that your destination could be unknown? Yes, missing persons. Oh. did we just have the uh, missing persons argument with was that Murray we were somewhere that uh, he hated him or was it somebody hates their voice it was at poker we were talking yes. about it and I think they they were saying oh they only have one song was it Gil Martin I can't remember who that was Gil Martin will argue any any <laughs> band I like it doesn't matter if I say oh the Rolling Stones oh the Rolling Stones it's like you're just arguing to argue but no I think uh, missing persons have for me they have four good songs they have yeah, walking in LA walking in LA Destination Unknown, Words, and Mental Hopscotch. Yeah, okay. Those are all I'm solid. With you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. And a it. sweet rack. <laughs> a sweet rack. And a great drummer. You got uh, yeah, yeah. Terry Bozio, who played with, uh, or Bozio, who played with Zappa. And Dale. Dale is the singer. Mm-hmm. They're now split up. What was there? Was there a connection? He, he was from the Zappa. He was in the Mothers of an. Or was he that old? Um, no, he's not that. He was he like was, in, he was too young to be. He in was in Zappa's thing. just like the touring. Okay. like when Steve Vai was playing with Zappa and stuff Steve like that. Steve Vai, who yeah. was that guy not played with? I know. <laughs> I know. Now he's just playing with himself. Hey, come on, hey, your turn. All right, uh, this is. I'm going way old school now. This is the first theme song to my TravelTales.com podcast. This is Ricky Nelson. He's a travel. He gets around. This guy. Oh, a little doo-wop there. I, I can see the album cover right there. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a traveling man. Made a lot of stops all over the world. And in every 
senorita waiting for me down in old Mexico. And if you're ever in Alaska, stop and see my cute little Eskimo. Racist. Right. <laughs> That guy gets around. How many STDs is that guy? <laughs> you well, <have> none now. <laughs> what uh, did um, now? Do, do, you, do you have the uh, the Nelson Estate? Do you have their permission to use that as your uh, theme? <laughs> I do not. Yeah, they're reaping all the profits this, uh, from my uh, podcast. The theme song we use is from a band called Hockey, and it's called Song Away. So and please, please go to iTunes and buy that song. I love that song. I have contacted them through Facebook, through their website, and through Twitter. It's telling them that we use their song. We would love their permission to use it. Uh, please get in touch with me if you don't want us to use it. Uh, nothing. <laughs> I've not heard anything. So I'm. Well, it's, a, it's a busy season for them. For yeah. hockey, it's very. How old busy. is that song? Do you know where year it came from? It's just. Like, uh, uh, I can tell you. Hold on. Because they, I mean, you look it it's up, sounding like it. they, they're not, are they even touring? They, they can't be in existence anymore then. They might they're. not even be in, uh, it's from uh, 19, it's 2000, I'm sorry, 19, 2009. Well, so it's from an album called Mind Chaos, but uh, you know, all I can tell you is buy it on iTunes, and I'm sure once we started using it, they had a, they had a jump of uh, five, five downloads. <laughs> so, um, all right, what's my next song? My next song is uh, uh, this is uh, Counting Crows from the album Hard Candy, and this is again going with the word holiday, and I, this is a great song. I think if you guys like the Counting Crows just casually, I think this is going to be a song that you're gonna want to go seek out and download. This is called Holiday in Spain. Got no place to go, but there's a girl waiting for me down in Mexico. She got a bottle of tequila, a bottle of gin, and if I bring a little music, I can fit right in. We got airplane rides, we got California drowning out the window side. We got big black cars and we got stories how we slept with all the movie stars. I may take a holiday in Spain, leave my wings behind me, drink my worries down the drain, and fly away to somewhere new. I like that song. Yeah, that's a great song. Uh, people, that's another band I find people, if you bring them up, they people get. People hate them. I know they really I, do, and I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a. They're bad an amazing rap. live band. They're amazing live. I mean, unbelievable. I think they get a bad rap unintentionally. I don't know why. I met Adam Dirtz because I did a movie that he produced. I was in a movie called uh, Freeloaders that he he was one of the executive producers of it. Was, executive producer. Yeah. How was he? And he was in it a little bit. He was he was perfectly nice to me. I sat there on the set with his parents, mm -hmm. who I met. Who was their uh, dad's a doctor or something? He's from the Bay Area. Do his parents have dreadlocks? Ah, uh, they do. Strangely <laughs> enough, I was. The, I, w I want to try to. I would like to try to get him in here to talk. I don't know if he'd do something. Well, like this, this is the thing. My friend directed the movie, okay. and uh, he and Adam Duritz had a huge, massive fight. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I don't think I could get to him from through well, no, my friend. No, no, so. no, no. I'm not asking you to. I'm, I think I'm it sounded like you were. No, no, no. I have no. no I have no uh, connections. But uh, yeah, I'd like to get him in. I don't think he'd fight with me talking about his own music. No, I don't think so. Unless I started, I mean, you would be a good interview though. Unless you I started the conversation would. with uh, Adam. A lot of people make fun of your band. <laughs> mm, sorry. Ask him where my residuals are. Uh, could, could you do that? Because uh, it's on HBO. I've been flipping through and I've seen it on HBO. And I'm in a short scene. I play a record executive. Oh, do you got yeah. sunglasses on? No, I don't. <laughs> 
But my best joke was cut out. Ask him why that happened, too. What, who's the star of this movie? Um, what if you said me? <laughs> it's got, um, let's see, Dave Foley's in it. He's got a small part in All it. Right. Um, who's the guy that just won co-writing for uh, The Descendants? And he's in a sitcom. Uh, Groundlings guy. Rash? The other guy. Um, um, God. Got kind of crazy teeth, but he's... He directed the it's way way nice. back. Nice. He's in that. He wrote, co-wrote the way. Co-wrote way back too. and is in it. You um, looking it up? Yeah. Very funny His name. Very Did you see the way way back? Yeah, I liked it. Love that movie. Love the soundtrack. Uh, Nat Faxton. Nat Faxton. Is it Faxton? Nat or Nate? Nat. It's N A T. Seems like you're missing an E on that. <laughs> if I'm going to go part. He's very funny. He's a groundling guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike uh, Sussman. Michael Sussman. Whatever, he's on Big Bang Theory. He's the comic book store owner. Oh, that guy's great. Yeah, yeah. Warren Hutcherson is in it. There's a lot of funny guys in it. Oh, nice. Um, and some guy, the lead guy has actually gone on to, I think he's in another series now. He's on TV now. He's a regular and something. The executive producer of that movie went on to front the Counting Crows. <laughs> yeah. And they play, and Adam Duritz, they sing over the credits. Oh, they it's do? It's like a live thing. Yeah. And, oh, nice. And he sounds amazing. And it's really. How'd they get him? How'd they get the Counting Crows to do that? <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, okay, I'm going to uh, go to a band that was uh, in, right in the center of kind of the punk thing, like Legs McNeil, who wrote mm-hmm. Just Kill Me, said they started Punk Magazine because basically they wanted to hang out with this band, which is the Dictators. All right. Uh, they're from the Bronx. This is Cars and Girls. Everyone, so that's why song's still playing. Tell him why I left my post. <laughs> left your post because he was spilled a coffee all yeah. of himself. This thing was closed. My lid was uh, nuts. I don't know. So about the dictators. So cars now. There's nothing else a, in this crazy world except for cars and girls, Pat. But is this a travel song? Is this a traveling tune? He's cruising. Come on, cruising is a form of travel. Okay. <laughs> on a Friday afternoon, he's a guy who likes to get high. Right. You gonna play Train in Vain and tell me that uh, you're taking a train to some locale? Look, these uh, these topics come out. They're very uh, they're gray areas. Loosey, we can play around. You're a little, little, little loosey goosey with this. <laughs> uh, From the album "Go Girl Crazy," the right. Dictators. This song needs no introduction. Just jump it right in, Kyle. We'll know exactly why I'm playing it.
thought the chorus was coming up quicker. Oh, yeah. Complaining about my clip. I'm going to say Kyle left again. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> they, they took a trip from the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Belinda, sing it. Say it, fatty. <laughs> that wasn't Say fair. it, fatty. That's oh. when she was chunked out during that vacation video. I know. She hadn't gotten in fully into the cocaine yet to slim nope, down. Nope, nope. Slim down and then had, uh, had too much plastic <laughs> surgery. And now Didn't they break up soon after that album? That was the one they hated. They said they rushed it out. Oh, was that their second or third? Uh, the third. This was their second. The talk show was the third. Talk one, show right? was the third. Um, this one, they said they rushed. Because he got yeah. years to make that first album. Yeah. And then they're like, that oh, was great. Can you do another one in six months? That's good. Vacation's got three good hit, big hits on it. It was Vacation and which one? I'm going to tell you right one? now, if you just bear with me and chat it up a little bit. No, no. My one vacation during that uh, eight-hour clip that you just played. Get Up and Go. Get Up and Go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then uh, Girl of a Thousand, uh, Girl of 100 Lists. I am the girl of 100. Don't we can all one. agree that that album was rushed. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe you're pushing they it now. Uh, yeah, maybe they should have waited a little bit. Um, okay, uh, it's your turn, Mike. We're going to keep it in the uh, the ladies. I, We're going to keep it with the ladies now. No. All right. But I'm going to really pussify this whole process right here. <laughs> well, if you're going to keep it with the ladies, you got to pussify. Hello, come on. Uh, I'm okay with my manhood, and I can play this one. This is uh, Joni Mitchell, this flight tonight. Sing it, skinny. <laughs> The captain said The light's down there, that's where we land I saw a falling star burn up Above the lost Vegas sand It wasn't the one that you gave to me That night down south between the trailers Not the early one that you can wish upon Not the northern one that guided in the sailors So that's from Blue, which that's is the only Blue. one of my uh, only album of hers that I have. But every list that ever lists, you know, the greatest albums yes. of all time, that's like Joni Mitchell's Blue is one of them. So I went out and got it, and I got to admit, I listened to the shit out of it. Yeah, it's a pretty great album. I, uh, I came across it because uh, a couple years ago there was a movie with uh, Julianne Moore and Mark Ruffalo called The Kids Are All Right. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. And uh, they were talking about vinyl one night, and he pulls out Blue, and he puts it on, and I'm like... Yeah, I gotta get that out. So I got so like the like the next day I got it. So every uh, song's great. The rivers on it. It's got uh, uh, California. Mm-hmm. It's uh, my old man, little mm-hmm. green. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a great album. It is a classic. So it is pick a classic. It up. So pick it up, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, you know, you guys looked at me all cross-eyed. You know, I I, I was just I was looking at cross-eyed because her her voice is uh, so especially in headphones. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's not a bad voice. It's just like dogs can hear it. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Um, That's my favorite song on that album. So there you go. All right. Well, thank you. So live with it. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, I'm okay with it. Damn oh, it. Could you adjust your skirt? Um, <laughs> I can see your I can see your vag from here. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. This is from 2002's The Last DJ, and this is Have Love Will Travel. travel. you drew 
Sounds great. I love uh, I love a heartbreaker song where they bring it down, and then his his the chorus is just like him in that in that Tom Petty, yeah, like, almost like a smooth talking voice. Still I, on my list. I have not seen live. I've only seen him once. I saw him in eighty seven, and then I eighty seven. Yeah, and then I saw him when he played with toured with Mudcrutch. Oh right, right, right. And I like the yeah, Troubadour, right? Yeah, the Troubadour, and I got his autograph that night. But we, yeah, we have to see Tom. Absolutely. Petty. And last year he came to the Fonda and did like six shows. We sold out in. in five seconds. And and scalping them, they wanted hundreds. Yeah, hundreds of dollars. I mean, the Fonda Theater is about as big as the room we're in. Yeah, now. I knew that was going to be a tough ticket, but what a great place to see him if he could get in. I know. And so of course I couldn't. Why don't you pull some of your uh, rock solid connections? Here? Well, if he comes, uh, I'm hoping now a lot of bands are going to come to the forum instead of like I don't like the Hollywood Bowl because that's a rich person's venue. Well, yeah, if you, I mean, if you're far away, you're far away, right? Like you and I, the saw Greek Fle- is nice. The Greek's great, but uh, like you and I saw Fleetwood Mac at the Hollywood Bowl because I got free tickets, and, and those we were, were amazing. We were in a box. Yeah, those were great. But normally, uh, just a regular guy is. And you're on that bench. Oh, forget yeah, it. You're in bleachers, and you're way in the back. And the guy next to you is uh, Billy Gardell is next to you on the bench, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, you're taking up. The benches have. Dude, I'm taking my watch off. The benches have. Uh, <laughs> the lines, the hash lines are like painted there. So it's like, this is yeah. seat 15, this is seat 14. But you get anyone bigger than. Than me, <laughs> forget it. They're taking up two lines They're on that. They're taking up two lines on that, so forget <laughs> it. Uh, so go ahead, you're up. All right. Well, after uh, the sideways glances I got from you guys, on the, uh, I'm getting my balls back in a big way. And you want to get your balls back, buddy? There's only one. <laughs> Remember that group. Dr. Seuss book, Get Your get Balls, your balls back, back? Yeah. <laughs> you got to go with Judas Priest, friend. Hit it. Hit it, Kyle. Come on. Yeah. I had to let Rob Halford hold that note out. Yeah. Come on. Heading out that, to the highway, pal. That's when people really held the note. It wasn't when it was like <laughs> digitally held. Oh, yeah. You know, that was pretty great. You guys got one of the greatest uh, voices in metal. He's the metal god. Yes. And enjoys the company of men, Kyle. <laughs> 
You seem to have a problem with it, but I don't. No, I can tell you got a problem with it. I've got a, I've got my I got I got Rob Halford's autograph at a at a Best Buy and got my picture taken with him. He couldn't be nicer. Oh no, he seems like an awesome dude. But it was so funny when you see like uh, interviews with him and when he came out and yeah. all that stuff. And it was like I can't believe. Look at photos of me. I know he's dressed like I'm me. in leather. He's like, I'm dressed with, like the guy from the, the Village People. The whip. I um. <laughs> This was uh, this was uh, when I got his autograph. This is what I thought was great about Rob Halford. He, he was actually signing one of the solo albums, Halford, and his whole band called yeah. Halford was there. The whole band sat behind the table. No, normally everyone sits behind the table when you come through. Rob Halford sat on the table at the end, so you got the band's autograph, and then he was right there, and couldn't have been. I mean, the guy's at a Best Buy, right? And he's. Can I get a picture? Absolutely. Would you mind signing a Judas Priest album? Love to. I mean, thanks for listening. Thanks for buying. I mean, great guy. That's, that's awesome. Just a great good dude. You want to hear that? Yeah. And then you get your uh, Hall & Oates story. <laughs> yes. Can you sign this? No. Mm, can... Not even a no. Just a dismissive <laughs> glance. Um, this next song, we just talked about Fleetwood Mac. This is a, this is a Lindsey Buckingham song from the Vacation soundtrack. Now, I got to tell you about this song. The MP3 I had for this is called Holiday Road. Uh, it was not. It was not a very high quality. It was really recorded low. So I opened the MP3 up in Sound Studio, and I, I mixed it up higher in stereo. But then I noticed there was a thing where I could mix it in mono. So I tried that. So what we're going to hear now is uh, <laughs> oh, I, I might have ruined it. But it's uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is Holiday Road in mono as mixed by a guy who has no ability <laughs> of mixing anything. So here's. Holiday Road in Mono. Let's hear how this sounds. Is that road underwater? Yeah, did you do it in a cave? Shut up. And they play that through the entire movie. They do. Every time they go, they yep. hit the road again. Yep. They see Chris, Christy Brinkley's through the entire movie. Oh, yeah. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> what a great movie. John Hughes wrote that. I know. Directed yeah, by the late, roll, man. The, the late Harold Ramis and the late Jesus. John Hughes. Yeah, it's a great movie. And that goddamn Chevy Chase is still walking the earth. <laughs> yeah, and looks horrible. The other guys seem, I bet they were nice guys. And then this asshole, I don't know anything about no, Chevy Only Chase. the good Dainung. Dainung? Dainung. I was on out, a mountain. You were on a mountain in Thailand. <laughs> I can't talk. Now, you trained with Guy Nung, right? I, I when did you, train with Dai Nung. <laughs> Dai Nung. I said Guy Nung. I had those Dai Nung noodles. terrible. Oh, How many good. more you got? I got four more. I got about 12 more. So what do you need? Well, How many more do I, can you give me? Uh, we'll do, we'll do, uh, we'll, I want to play all my four and you can play four more. So. Okay, I'll do four more. Pick and choose, jerk. I'll go right down the list. <laughs> um, uh, our pal Graham Parker with a song off the Mona Lisa's sister. This is Blue Highway. This is a great album too. Yeah. I love this song. Yeah. Is this mixed in mono? <laughs> no. Mixed by a professional. Thank you very much. Quadraphonic. Don't knock that door. Don't knock it. Nobody's home. The mystery sign. Turn up and follow and blind. The interstate is jammed and crammed with exhaust mist. It only leads to somewhere y'all never miss, y'all never miss. Get on 
this uh, this album, um, there was a used record store called Heavy Rotation. It was actually it's just was just down the street from where we're recording right now, just like a block down. And one day I was in there perusing the CDs, and this was playing. And I'm like, oh, that's a great song. That's a great song. And then then I was said, what are you, what is this? I don't know what the album this is. And they're like, oh, it's Graham Parker. And uh, and I bought it that day. It's an ama- I think it's my favorite of his albums. Yeah, WXRT in Chicago. When I remember we were we were living there when this came mm-hmm. out, and they used to play it a lot. And that's where I that's where I got hooked on it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a good one. Check it out, folks. Yeah, the Mona Lisa's sister, rock solid, rock solid. Uh, I'm gonna play that. Uh, I'm going to play that asshole from Long Island. His name is Billy Joel. <laughs> this is from... Uh, is I love Billy asshole Joel. Asshole from I, Long Island. I call him that all the That's time. That's the lame, lame of his natus album. <laughs> I cannot speak. <laughs> lame of That's the lame of his natus album. It's the lamest speech pattern ever. <laughs> uh, it's early. We record early, folks. Early for a single guy, early for a father. It is early. Uh, but this, this is, is at least from, rock and roll time on a on a Sunday. Man, we got to do late night record like three a.m. We should be in church now, man. <laughs> this is from Piano Man. This is traveling prayer. Hey, I'll take a look on around tonight and find where my baby is gonna be. Hey, Lord, would you look out for her tonight? Cause she is far across the sea. Mike is playing air bass. Don't, don't, don't. Hey, Lord, would you look out for her tonight? And make sure that she's gonna be alright and things are gonna be alright. So this is a, this is a guy, his, uh, his, uh, his, his lady's traveling, and he's, sure. uh, he's asking the, the Lord to look out for her. Oh, that's nice of him. I love the Piano Man album. Billy Joel has like. Five or six, like to me, front to back classic albums, like that I can listen to five from top or six. to bottom. All right, we're gonna do this. <laughs> okay. All right, you just call me on. I'll okay. give you three. I'll give. I'll give them three. Okay, well, we're gonna do it. For me, Piano Man. One song on it. Okay, go on. No, it's got Piano Man. It's got, it's got the uh, Traveling Prayer. Uh, no, it's got Captain, <laughs> one song. Captain, repeating. It's got Captain Jack. It's got okay, ba- Captain Jack. Ballad of Billy the Kid. You're my home. That, well, it's good. The Stranger. <laughs> sure, I'll give you that one. Glass Houses. Yes. Um, What's the one with uh, Italian restaurant? Seats from Italian restaurant. That's The Stranger. That is The Stranger. Um, Nylon Curtain. Nylon Curtain. Okay, that's those are the three I'll give you. The 52nd Street Serenade and, one. And is I got to go. Stormfront is an amazing album. What's on Turnstiles? What's on well, Turnstiles is good, but people are... Uh, Turnstiles, I, that would be one of my ones, too. Turnstiles has Say Goodbye to Hollywood, Summer Highland Falls, New York State of Mind, yeah. Prelude, The Angry Young Man, I've Loved These Days, and Seen the Lights Go Out on Broadway, Miami, 2017. That's solid. Okay. Mm. That's a solid album. Okay, I'll give him four. Okay, I'll take four. But I will not put Piano Man on there. I'm sorry. All right. Well... Asshole from Long Island, you've got four. <laughs> Which uh, is four more than most bands ever get. So That's true. Unless you're you 2 They've got some. Uh, but we'll get into that another day. Yeah, that's another day. Your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stick on the East Coast now. These are some assholes from, I don't know where they're. They're somewhere on the East Coast. But uh, if you're driving on Jersey, there's a song about like in this, I don't know, you're, you guys are East Coast guys. Yeah. In the 60s and 70s, if you're doing on the, if you're going on the turnpike, mm-hmm. you have to go off on those exits where it's a pavilion and mm-hmm. you can't get off and yeah. so one restaurant kind of had the uh, monopoly on the restaurant business there and that was howard johnson's so this is nrbq with howard johnson's got his hojo working 
I was laughing at a lot of song selections today. Cost them to go bankrupt. Yeah. I'm so hungry and I'm on the road. I want a grilled cheese and a order of fries. Got to drink water or I won't get by. I just want to see you on your own. How we ever gonna tell you? How a job has got it. Hold your work. A little playing words instead of he's got his mojo working, he's got his hojo working. Come on, Pat. I like. I don't it. know who loves uh, NRBQ at The Simpsons because <laughs> they've had like four cameo appearances on that show. What is and what is? Tell me because I always forget what NR NR. What is it? QB NRBQ. What's it stand for? I have no idea. <laughs> None whatsoever. I'm looking it up, Kyle. Don't do it. I don't. You do it. But the uh, talk about a cult band. They just have a. People who are into them are really into them, and it tends to be more of a nerd crowd. But um, they people are way into them. Are I have their looking, best of. You're looking it up anyway, aren't you? No, I was looking how many Howard Johnson restaurants there are left. It uh, left I stands don't know. for the New Rhythm and Blues Quartet. There you go. There are only, two, there are only two Howard Johnson's restaurants left. Yeah, where are they located? The thousands of hotels. Yeah, um, the restaurants. Yeah, you don't see them. Probably like in there was one in Asbury Park. I saw Anthony Bourdain uh, go to one you know, in, in like one, <laughs> one in Lake Placid and one in Bangor, Maine. Okay. Oh, that's probably where uh, Stephen King eats a lot because he lives in Bangor, Maine, doesn't he? Did you go to them as a kid? Yeah, we did. They, they, their ice cream was yep. really good. The orange sherbet they were always known for. I like that you said sherbet. Sherbet, right? Because I always say sherbet. You said sherbet, don't you? Yeah. 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 Grilled say, cheese, buddy. I always say sherbet and Ernie. Uh, this is a Sherbert. we're staying on Sherbert. the east. We're going to stay on the east coast. All right. This is a this is that good looking guy from Jersey. Uh, he's not the, he's not he's not this guy. He's the other guy. Mm-hmm. He's uh, John Bon Jovi. This is from John Bon Jovi's second solo outing, produced by Dave Stewart. This is called uh, this is the title track Destination Anywhere. Darling, I'm tired. Never caught the Bon Jovi wave. I never really did. No. Well, let me tell you something. You're missing out. Because <laughs> great guy, hair, though. Great hair. Great everything. Mm-hmm. Still, he's gone country, hasn't he? I love him. Still, still, I still love him. Really? I know. I can't help it. <laughs> what was that one like really generic song on his new album? Oh. We played it as a joke on what we, was it? Uh, the 2013 as, episode. Yeah, right? yeah. but That's we played right. it as a joke, and yet I still like it. <laughs> yeah, with these two hands. With yeah. these, these two, two hands, I can kick your ass. I can count my cash. I can count to ten. 
<laughs> oh, they got to have him on Sesame Street singing. <laughs> With it. these two hands. You got two more. Two more. Okay. You want to get uh, really stupid? This is one of my favorite songs of all time. and I Of I, all time? I, not of all Well, I play it a lot. All right. And you have to. All right. And when you want to get stupid, there's only one man to go to. This is the Red Rocker, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we know we can't drive 55. Uh, we already know that. I already saw that. Okay, saw we'll crank it up. Cover. This is from Montrose. Come on, Kyle. Come on, Kyle. No, oh, come on. You got to get in the... Uh... Oh, Kyle. Oh, what's he doing to us? He's killing us. He's doing it. You got to get in that motorcycle. I little know. Thing. Ronnie Montrose. Oh, rock and peace, rock and Ronnie. Peace. Come on. That's amazing. It's still awesome. That's uh, Denny Carmazzi on drums, also played with the uh, 80s version of Heart, the most popular version. Well, the comeback version. That's Bill Electric Church on bass, <laughs> Ronnie Montrose on guitar, and credited on the first album is Sam Hagar. Sam. 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 He was a much bigger man then. I know. Until he was a diminutive Sammy. <laughs> does Sammy play that solo in concert? He does play that. He'll pull that one out and uh, he'll pull out uh, Rock Candy. Rock Candy. Sometimes those are the two you need. Tonight. And uh, yeah, those songs, are, those songs are, are classics. Absolutely. Um, let's go to a band now known as Creedence Clearwater Revisited. Oh. But this is the. Uh, this I brought is, this one in too. This is the original. This is uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival Traveling Band. Won't you take me down to Memphis on a midnight ride? I won't move. Hey, you need a traveling band. Yeah. Well, I'm flying across the land. Trying to get a hand. Hey, you need a traveling band. Take me to the hotel. Back is gone. Oh, well. Come on, come on. Won't you get me to my room? I won't move. Hey, you need a traveling band. That's a great tune. It also. is. And you think, like, in terms of American bands, not solo artists, American right. bands, probably one of the best in the last... 30, 40 years. Yeah, and they, um, like, it, it's a little country tinge, but, yeah. but it's not. I mean, it's. it's they're just, very American. It, they're very American. John very Fogarty. Very American. Let's keep and it he got ripped the, off uh, by all of that for 40 years. I know. Let's keep it in the USA, right, Mike? Absolutely. Do I have any bands in here that, well, yeah, the kink slipped in there, the lime and <laughs> bastards. But everyone else, I think, is right here from good old, uh, good old America, mm-hmm. the whole way up to Todd Berry. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, uh, I had a couple foreigners in there, I had a couple Brits. I had Joe Jackson. I had Graham Parker. That's true. Yeah. But this guy's all American, buddy. So much so that he's named after a city. I'm going to close. Is, is this the last one for me? You're going to play one. I'm going to play one. I'm going to give a little business. and you, uh, No, and then he'll play us out. 
Okay, so this is the last one. This is your last one. All right. Well, I'm going to leave it on a on a slow note, okay. slow mellow note. And you again, you can you can call me a, a wuss for this one, but it is it's an amazing song and it's uh, a favorite of mine. So it's I think to- about it every time I'm training. Too. It, <laughs> yeah, it is topical too. It is true. All right. Uh, this is Johnny Denver, buddy. He's leaving on a jet plane. All my bags are packed, ready to go. I'm standing here outside your door. I hate to wake you up to say goodbye. But the dawn is breaking, it's early morn. The taxi's waiting, he's blown his horn. Already I'm so lonesome I could die So kiss me and smile for me Tell me that you'll wait for me Hold me like you'll never let me go Come on, that's he, beautiful. He left the planet on a jet plane. Yes, actually, it was a private plane. Should have taken his own advice. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I, I, this is exactly what went through my head when you introduced this. I'm not kidding. You said you said Johnny Denver, little Johnny Denver. So then I'm like Johnny Denver. I don't know that. <laughs> so then it started to play, and in my head I said, "Oh, I thought this was John Denver saying this." Oh, and then God. I went. Then I'm like, "You idiot!" Oh, that is John, mm, dummy. <laughs> and then I said, "Then the next thing was." I'm going to tell everyone that I made that mistake because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I'm um, going to admit the dumbest thought in my head I know. to the people. My last song, uh, and then I'm going to give a little business and Kyle's going to play us out. My last song is by a band that is not together anymore. They have three albums. I love this band. They're from Australia. This is from their second album, Shine On. The band is Jet. Oh, yeah. And this is Holiday. That is a good band. Um, I can't believe neither of us played, uh, even though I brought it in, uh, Going Mobile by the, by the Who. By the Who. Yeah, that's true. I had it. Apologies to the Who there. Damn it. Sorry. And uh, Sorry. apologies to, uh, who do I have? Steve Miller. Apologies to Pete Townsend. Yeah. From the Who. That jet airliner. Not but playing the song by the Who. <laughs> Pete Townsend. That's the worst English accent it's I've okay. ever heard. It's okay. It's a little bit, I don't know. know. Is that English? I don't even know who that it is. It sure is. <laughs> um... <laughs> Real quick, I want to I want to tell you that uh, go to www.rocksolidpodcast.com. That is uh, that's the blog site uh, created by Jason Wilcox, but is now maintained by Andrew Rich. Andrew is uh, at school. Andy. And he's oh, at school know. in the UK right now, and he's uh, he's doing all the work from there. He's doing a, an amazing job. Yeah, he's good doing, job, man. He's doing exactly what Jason had set out to do. And exactly what I had hoped uh, someone would pick up the slack and do. 
Uh, so thank you to Jason for creating it, Andrew for maintaining it. Um, also, before Kyle plays this song out, I'm going to do since Mike, since you're like a world traveler, you're like a, you're like the closest thing to James Bond of any of my <laughs> friends. I'm going to leave this the way they leave all the James Bond movies. I'm going to say, Mike Siegel will return in supergroups. <laughs> Kyle. Uh, so no one had this song. I thought Mike might bring one in that had well this like this word. I guess is a wayfarer. Wayfarer, okay. Sunglasses, someone who travels around like a nomad. Yeah. And this is called Wayfarer Youth, and it's by Alexis on Fire. (laughs) 